and minimalists. <laughs> Hello, Patreon. <laughs> Hello, patrons. Um, Thank you so much for supporting us. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the world to us. You have to, no idea. To live stream 14. We're going to... you You asked your questions you upvoted your questions yes. we're going to answer uh, a few of these here today the most popular questions the first one is from miles miles says i just finished the legal and financial parts of getting divorced after 10 years congratulations two kids and a family home now i find myself with the children 40 percent of the time the house with all its memories and an awful lot of baggage Hmm. Uh, what would you clear mentally and physically and what if anything would you bring into your life with this new opportunity mm. well I, I would actually have, I would have given a new answer to this uh, a different answer to this a month ago than what I would give today um, you know the thing I'll say is it's true the memories are not in the things right and by the way we're, we're recording the live stream here on video but podcast Sean will put this out as audio later on as well we'll put it into the minimalist private podcast feed but Ryan what I would have done uh, a month ago what I would have said is well the memories aren't in the things and so you don't have to worry about it but there, there is there might be a certain amount of trauma associated with this Dude, house totally I had a sofa table that I made uh, and on the bottom of it it was like four and then you know insert my wife's name there mm -hmm. um, you know with love mm -hmm. and when we got divorced I had this sofa table oh, and every time man. I looked at it I was like God, like it just triggered this like very visceral memory yeah. of, of our relationship. Yeah, and so so maybe maybe the the key here is you you have gone through a divorce, but you might might need to divorce yourself of the trauma and the things that trigger the trauma because yeah. the trauma is not in the things, mm -hmm. the memories aren't in the things, but these things are triggering mm. the memories that are inside you, and it might mean you need to find a way to get out of that house and and, and get into a new house. It is by the way. This house was appropriate for you with the two kids in a marriage. Mm -hmm. It's likely no longer appropriate for your life now. If you are if you're divorced and you have these two kids half the time, there's probably a more appropriate dwelling for you anyway. So I would divorce myself from the stuff that is triggering these these memories inside you. Yes, uh, you've got to get clear on what is appropriate for you. That's a great point, Josh. Um, the other thing too, man, is like, this is, sounds like it's pretty fresh. Mm. So don't make any snap decisions right now. Uh, see, personally, what I would do is I would wait it out a few months mm -hmm. and kind of document and like literally pull out your, your smartphone and open up a, a you know, a, a memo pad or a memo, whatever, and write to yourself, like, what are the things that are causing you these uh, triggered emotions? And what are the emotions that they're making you feel? And, and really get a good idea for what it is that uh, is or isn't appropriate for, for your life right now and for your kids. So um, just that's just my long-winded way of saying, like, don't make any snap decisions. Uh, really do your due diligence of figuring out what is appropriate for your life. Sarah asks us, hi, I feel like house cleaning is a never-ending chore. Yep. Once everything is cleaned or tidy, it only takes a day or a week before I have to start all over again. Dude, glass for me is the worst. It's like yeah. as soon as I as soon as we wipe a mirror, yeah. It's like it's dirty. <laughs> I yeah, I don't have that same problem except when Bex gets the mirror dirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
dude yeah, if, I, if, yeah. it's funny like i'll go a week like if she's not home for a week for some reason like, she's gone and like the mirror's pristine she's back for a day and there's like spots all it's over all the dirty. mirror i'm like i don't know how you people don't just like, like <laughs> not but toothpaste so, all over the mirror and, but dude there's even glass outside on my balcony though uh-huh that like la makes it dirty absolutely dude, i will go out and mop the balcony that we have yes and within two days like i if i walk black out, feet yeah if i walk out without shoes i got black feet absolutely so um she's saying um i have to start all over again i also procrastinate a lot in that area which mm. results in me feeling even more bad about it any tips how much time do you spend on house cleaning every week thanks uh, i probably spend an hour or less uh the nice thing about not owning much is i just set aside the time i put it on my calendar you probably mm. see it on my calendar all the time it's like do some house cleaning and then once a month i i will do some sort of deep clean mm-hmm. uh and so the few tips though you, the, the best way to, to clean is to avoid having stuff to clean and and, <laughs> uh, and what i mean by that is like having as few this is something i learned years ago um i've never written about it strangely but i should uh having a few as few flat surfaces as possible i learned this from graham hill who's in our documentary yeah uh one of the things that he does with the homes he designed he has that 410 or 430 square foot apartment mm-hmm. um and it's designed specifically to not have many flat surfaces on it because <laughs> what happens if you have flat surfaces two things either a you have to clean it you've right? got all this stuff piling up you start putting stuff on flat oh, i'm just surfaces. gonna put my papers here right i'm so bad dude i had a uh i was dating a girl who it was your it was your wife's friend uh-huh um and your wife she was like i was like so you know what did she think does she like me blah blah blah. and and your carrie was like yeah she liked you but she said you had a lot of papers like lying around your house stacks of paper <laughs> yeah and so but just because of that reason it's keeping the surfaces clear like even in my kitchen i don't keep my uh blender on on if i don't use it every you single don't just day keep it on all the time <laughs> no <laughs> How do you sleep with that thing on? <laughs> it's soothing. <laughs> it's a white noise. <laughs> Just chopping up kale all night. It's great in the morning. You don't keep it on the counter, so no, yeah, I, only if when I don't you use, use it. Only the stuff I use every day do I keep on the counter. So mm-hmm. there is a coffee uh, um, grinder, there is a kettle, and there is a little scale that I use every day. Everything else is, has its own place, not on the flat surfaces. Same with the kitchen table, same with my desk. If I'm not using it every single day, it does not exist on that flat surface. There's one exception that I have for that, and that is artwork. Mm. And so um, we have this little credenza in in our house. You could probably see it on our living room conversations. You and I have done uh, a living room conversation what the in front of. What's a credenza? <laughs> <laughs> what seriously? Is that like a? You might call it a media console, a cabinet. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, a, gotcha. a bureau would be another word for it. <laughs> sideboard? <laughs> no, that's that's. I don't. A oh, sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old joke from Everything That Remains, um, our book. Um, but yeah, it's it's a credenza, and uh, there are like three architectural books on it that it, it's it's an art display. We have this jug that is a piece of art, and then we have a couple vases a, as art, um, and that's intentional. It was placed there intentionally, so I have to clean around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, everything else, it's a flat surface. I avoid having things on a flat surface. That makes it easier to clean, but also fewer things to clean. The way that you do do that though is have fewer flat surfaces. And if you have fewer flat surfaces, you're going to have fewer places to put stuff that you ultimately have to clean. And, all, and I think you're also not talking about cleaning here. 
We, we confuse cleanliness with organization. Mm. Too often, we're just organizing a bunch of junk we don't need. Yeah. And if you want to have a cleaner, less stressful house, yes, you have to clean the dirt when there's dirt. Like with your patio, there's not a whole bunch of stuff out there. Right. But you have to still clean the dirt. Mm-hmm. But imagine if you had 40 different things on the patio, you'd just be organizing it all the time. Right. There's a difference between organization and cleaning. Yeah. So what you're saying is, is like, yeah, the less you own, the less you have to clean. Uh, here's no, a f- I'm saying you need to put a credenza on your patio. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, uh, here's a few tips, man. Uh, you taught me this, Millie, from living with you, clean as you go. Um, that is by far one of the biggest tips. So uh, leaving laundry on the floor and saying, oh, I'll pick that up later. Leaving dishes in the sink. Oh, I'll wash those later. Um, whatever it is, stop putting stuff off for later clean it as you go a it takes you less time to clean as you go so doing those dishes if you if you just like take it after you're done eating put it in the sink rinse it off take a sponge or a rag wipe it down put it in the dryer that is so much faster than letting the dishes pile up letting them crust up mm. and then you gotta soak them i mean it, it is it saves me so much time uh cleaning as i go uh another tip is these are two purchases that um they help me a lot with 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 uh, uh not cleaning as much. One is an air purifier which I made the mistake of going out and getting like the $150 Whirlpool air purifier when cheapo one. No, it was expensive, dude. Oh. But I'm saying like the the problem is that you've got these expensive air filters, you could literally just buy a box fan, spend right. 10 bucks on a box fan and glue or tape a uh you know hepa filter on the back of that fan in fact they did a study where that was the most effective air filter yes so a box fan with uh, just a box fan with a hepa filter taped to it yeah so like it's a very inexpensive option you don't have to get like an actual purifier you can just do that and it works just as well or better is what it sounds like but dude we got those um when we were in montana and we were experiencing the the bad air quality and they were recommend- it was the worst in the country at the yeah time. and they were recommending get an air filter for your house to help filter out all these toxins so sure. like right away that's what i went and did yeah but i didn't realize like how much those air filters cut down on dust it's unbelievable like the difference in dust on our flat surfaces yeah um so just uh, put one on your patio it'll be fine <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and then the other thing uh the other thing that we just got is a roomba uh-huh. which i thought i would never own one of those because it seemed gimmicky seem gimmicky um it's it's an automatic vacuum and i don't see how you know something this big can be as powerful as an actual vacuum right um but you got one a few months ago and based off of your experience with it, I was like, you know what? I am going to get one. And that saves a ton of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mariah and I can vacuum like twice a day. Mm-hmm. And when I say we, it's like the Roomba. Now, those are two, <laughs> those are two, <laughs> those are two purchases. The Roomba specifically is, is it's a few hundred bucks. Um, you can find them on sale. Like I think Mariah and I, like we had it on sale and then we got like an additional 20% off or something. Like we just went out of our way to find the best deal. They sell them everywhere. So you can kind of pin like, the real retailers against each other to kind of give you a low price on the Roomba. Yeah. But, uh, uh, my point is, is like, yeah, those are two, two items, two physical items I have in my house that help me help us like keep a pretty, pretty clean house. But mm. ultimately dude, what you said is what it comes down to, man. Like you schedule a time to clean once a week. And, and, uh, if you want to do a deep clean, then schedule that once a month, but get into a routine with your your cleaning that is how it's going to be the easiest the worst that uh that i've seen like we had a friend in high school who i went over to his house 
Uh, this was like after he graduated. We, I'd be hanging out with him. He just moved into this place. <laughs> he had a sink full of dishes. And I'm like, uh, I didn't say anything, you know, think anything of it when I saw him. Then I came over to his house like a week later. Dishes were still in the sink. Three weeks later, dishes still in the sink. Three months later, not even exaggerating, dishes still in the sink. And I'm like, dude, have you never washed those dishes? And he's like, no, man. Like, if I wash them, they're just going to get dirty <laughs> again. And I got to wash them again. And he was like stuck in this cycle of like, if I clean them, they're just going to get dirty again. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you have to do one or two things. Throw out your dishes or you've got to do them every day. It's one or the other. There is right. no in between. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't even up, wait every day. I, I, as soon as my dish is dirty, it gets washed. Right. He, uh, he ended up throwing them all out. Oh, is what he ended up doing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, all right. Well, Corey Barnes asks... As an introvert, I feel that part of my self-improvement is to be more outgoing and have more friends with closer relationships. I feel inadequate that I struggle to accomplish this. Should I just accept that it is fine that I am an introvert and give up the idea of becoming the person I am not? Well, you're conflating two things. You're, you, Corey, you are conflating introversion with social aptitude. And they're two completely different things. Mm-hmm. I know extroverts who cannot get along with other people at all and that would be the worst kind of hell because they need to be around other people they just have not found a way to communicate that i know shy extroverts too which uh uh, man that would that would be difficult too Mm. being a shy extrovert i am not a shy introvert but i am introvert introvert simply means that you get a lot of your energy you get all of your energy from spending time alone now i'm an extreme introvert which means i need to spend 80 plus percent of my time alone Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that I'm socially incompetent. Uh, if you want to become socially competent, the way you do that is you fail a lot. The way that I did it personally is I got a sales job. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a sales job, but it was a job in which I had to interact with people all day, every day. Um, so you can become a barista at Starbucks. You go volunteer to homeless shelter. Yes. Where yeah. You have to put yourself in a position that's uncomfortable. And are you going to be bad at it first? You're going to be terrible. You're going to be terrified as well. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started doing sales. In fact, even before that, I was doing customer service. I graduated from high school early. And I took this, uh, this uh, tele, not telemarketing job, but incoming. Like I was, I was answering uh, phone calls for this catalog company. Right. And you were uh, taking orders. I was taking orders over the phone. Yeah. And I was terrified because I had to talk to someone on the other line. Yeah. It. I mean, I still remember like. It was almost traumatizing how scared I was when I got that first call. I can still remember the desk I was seated in. Yeah. I mean, I was so scared mm. of receiving that phone call. But now, I mean, anyone could call me. President Donald Trump could call me. I've got, gone through so many of these, and I would just be like, hey, what's up? Um, I'm no longer terrified, but it's only because I put myself in those situations over and over and over and over. So, Corey, you have one of two options here. You can either... Put yourself in that situation, that uncomfortable, that discomfort zone over and over and over until you become more and more and more comfortable over time. Or you can choose to to become a hermit. And in doing so, um, you're you're not going to live your most meaningful life. Yeah, just get clear on what you need for your life. What is appropriate? What is an appropriate way to spend your time uh, with your life? Um, For me, like I'm a huge extrovert, but there are like... We are back. <clears throat> uh, I just got back into town yesterday. Uh, I'm here today, Saturday, tomorrow, Sunday, and then I'm leaving on Monday. And I had friends who were like, oh, you're going to be back Saturday and Sunday. Like, let's go grab some dinner. And I'm like, no, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I've got today's show interview. I've got podcasts. 
um, all my extra version has to be saved for like work. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it gets to be 10 o'clock at night with all the traveling I've been doing, like I don't want to be out. Like I want to be home. Yeah. So uh, my impulse is to say yes. Uh, and, you know, five years ago I would have um, from over exerting myself with my extroversion mm-hmm. uh I, I have get i've got very clear on when i need to say no and, and when i can say yes and you adjust that over time yep. you, you become clearer and clearer as as the days go on all right patreon supporters those are the questions you upvoted most uh this month we're really grateful for thank your support. you so much and, and we're going to continue to answer your questions so please keep asking them uh, of course we'll have all the the good stuff for our patreon supporters the the weekly podcast ask the minimalist anything and, and a bunch of other really good good things thank you for being uh i mean just being such a huge support it's because of you we have a beautiful studio it's because of you our podcast is 100 percent advertisement free our website is 100 percent advertisement free and and sean and and jo- uh, joe nomo is his new nickname jordan uh jordan the filmmaker guy here uh it, it, you're the reason that we are able to have this beautiful team of people and be able to create something meaningful for the rest of the world so thank you for being a part of that we'll see you next time see you next time The Minimalists.